Nine rounds of golf for $90? Yep. The Minnesota Golf Passport is back and available now at garagelogic.com. As a golf passport card holder, you're entitled to nine 18 whole rounds of golf for just one low price of $90. Supplies are limited, so just go to garagelogic.com and type keyword passport. A $300 golf value for just 90 bucks. Now you got it. GarageLogic.com. Keyword passport. This is Garage Logic Podcast number 35, Halloween 2018. It was 15 degrees on this day in 1878 and 83 degrees on Halloween in 1950. Man, those kids back in the uh, post war years sure had a stretch of warm weather. This uh, podcast is brought to you by our friends at Fratelloni's. Fratelloni's. Ace Hardware Stores. And now, from the mayor's office, above the boathouse, on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Rookie on Production, Chris Reavers, Director of Social Media, John Hyde in the newsroom, and occasionally Kenny from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Hi. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and keeper of common sense, your mayor. Joe Souchere. We're honored with the presence of our, our artist in residence, Greg Holcomb. He stopped by today. What do you think of that? Well, there's a lot of room in the old mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake. Kenny's here from the Krabby Coffee Shop. Uh, it's a luncheon club for you morons. So I guess Rookie and uh, Hyde are still down in the cafeteria loading <laughs> they're, up. They're grabbing Greg the brings a calming um, aspect for me. Whenever I see him, I, I just... It, it brings me uh, peace. He has a calm demeanor. He does, yeah. What, what's the date today, Kenny? Uh, the 11th on my watch. You know what? I, I'm really, I don't know what more I can tell you. The, the hell's the, the matter with you? The RF Moeller Jeweler watch event is good for two more days, uh, and you can get into the RF Moeller Jeweler store at uh, Ford and Cleveland, 50th and Francine Diner, Gavaday Common. You get 250 bucks off any watch priced at $500 or more. Or uh, in the event you're uh, featuring a Rolex, your date should work. But if it doesn't, they'll take 100 bucks off your Rolex tune-up and throw in a watch winder. We can't thank RF Moeller Jeweler enough. They are bringing you this podcast in part. And uh, uh, tell them you're a GL podcast listener and you are good to go. Zero percent financing for 12 months uh, and a great selection of watches. So this this continues. Here's my latest, uh, here's my latest uh, information on that. Uh, we continue this uh, Wednesday and Thursday. Save $250 on any watch, oh. $500 or more. 100 off Rolex overhaul. Both offers end uh, November 3rd, even though uh, uh, we're scheduled to have RF with us two more days, today and tomorrow. Uh, this was the day in 1991 that we had the great blizzard. Oh, what a day. Wasn't it a great blizzard? Oh, my word. That was, I think that was the last great one for me. Yeah, it was, 27 years ago. Uh, high temperatures in the days leading up to the Halloween that year were part of a recipe that led to that record-setting snowfall with thermometers reaching mid-60s on October 29th. And now, it, it started on a Friday, is that correct? I'd have to go to a 1991 calendar. Mid-60s on October 29, and then it dipped to 32 degrees on the 30th. Forecasters predicted a storm for that Halloween, a cold, heavy rain event that was drawing a huge amount of moisture from the Gulf. By 4 a.m. Halloween day, 4 a.m. Halloween day, the National Weather Service knew there could be snow mixing with heavy rain, and the storm had intensified 
and was pulling in frigid Canadian air. Anybody look at the calendar yet for I'm, 1991? Uh, I'm still trying to get it to well, uh, you have a watch that doesn't work. To I don't know how you can figure it out. Uh, now, that's pre-cell phone, isn't it? The 29th and 91 was on a uh, Tuesday, so Tuesday and then Halloween Thursday. Okay, but that storm extended through the weekend. Through the weekend, right. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Uh, and what a weekend it was. Now, pre that's pre-cell phone, right? Pre-social yes. media. Yes, yes. That's back when you still had to get your info from a newspaper, which couldn't be delivered because of the storm. Ironic. <laughs> right. We went trick-or-treating on our sleds that year. Mm-hmm. You did. That was awesome. Well, miss, I have a lasting oh. image of my neighbor, Mr. Unbelievable, <laughs> speeding down the street on a snowmobile with his mother behind him sitting side saddle. <laughs> <laughs> she at the time. Why? She at the time would have been in her 80s. She was over at his house, and she lived on the same block, so he's running her home. Oh, oh okay. And she's hanging on their side saddle, <laughs> and he's the only one moving successfully in the entire neighborhood. I'm seeing a big old, like, 1972 Articat cheetah with a gas tank on the back. Oh, yeah. W- w- was it an old one or an old rup or something? No, no. He was up to date on his equipment. Okay. Uh, but All the right. other great moment he had on Halloween is that <clears throat> over the years, he had managed to get a hold of one of those... Uh, Little teeny Model T cars powered by a lawnmower engine. Sure. That he barely fit in. Yes. And, and he restored it, and uh, he put on a Frankenstein mask, <laughs> and he slowly drove around the neighborhood in this Model T with the lawnmower engine powering it, and children were terrified. <laughs> Absolutely terrified. <laughs> That's my Mr. Unbelievable Hollywood, or uh, 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 Halloween 1991. Uh, Ken writes, I would like to raise a cultural appropriation issue that has me triggered. I can trace my ancestors back to many fishing villages along the Norwegian coast. Undoubtedly, in earlier times, many of them were Vikings, proud warriors. They rarely lost a battle. I would like to bring to your attention a group of men in this town wearing costumes that recall the customs of my ancestors. Most importantly, they lose nearly half their competitions. It's disgraceful. Something has to be done immediately, immediately. All right, I got your answer. Hold on. Oh, finish. Sorry. No, go ahead. No, this is no. You do the answer. Yeah. What answer? Well, you you had a follow. Oh, I have an answer. Yeah, go ahead. A couple of oh, news sites are offering now a flowchart that you can check to see. If your costume's sensitive enough. Oh, come on! Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So, slutty nurse is probably not going to make it. Dorms at at Michigan State University featured a flowchart which prompts students uh, to use uh, to determine whether or not their Halloween Halloween costume was racist. MSU Inclusion and Intercultural Initiatives Director, (laughs) Paulette Russell, said that the posters are meant to help students, but acknowledge that students have the right to wear whatever costume they want. And you go here, you find this uh, at Michigan State. Is your costume racist? And then they have a big chart that you can check. And here I'm looking at the chart. And then you have to ask yourself a variety of questions. The poster contains a flow chart, which asks students whether their costumes use blackface, swastikas, or have literally a name of a minority that you are not in the title of your costume at one point. The poster suggests that if students are still asking yourself the question, is this costume racist, then they should not wear it. So you can't go, a, a white guy can't go as a famous black guy? Nope. 
nope, 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 nope. Megyn Kelly just got fired for that, endorsing blackface. A space that is so diverse, tensions arise when certain things happen through costumes. MSU Inclusion and Intercultural Initiatives Director Paulette Russell told Campus Reform, the poster is to help students in residence halls to understand why certain depictions might be offensive, and if someone takes offense, they have a reason. But Russell, when asked about possible consequences for students who violate statements on the bulletin board, suggested that wearing any given costume certainly is the student's right. Well, she's trying to have it both ways there. You'll know, won't you? All of these well, kids are so dumb, they might not know. I might not know, but I know that you, after consulting your newly uh, your new bride, Hillary, mm-hmm. you two will work it out. <laughs> yeah. I heard yesterday's podcast, and mm-hmm. it sounds like you two are... Uh, sitting in a tree, K-I-S-S-I-N-G. Yeah, really. It's a complete love fest, isn't it? Yes. Oh, look Did you here. join the luncheon club? Yeah. Well, I, uh, uh, it's not noon yet. I know, but we have, I have pressing things. I'm, I'm sure you've... i got to get my unif- my outfit on for the night. And Matt right. and uh, Joe, he walked in <laughs> carrying food. I, I'm not surprised. <laughs> right. Is John Hyde in the house yet? No, I, I yet. saw him walk by. <laughs> Was, was he, was he going, also like me, waiting for the noon start? Yeah. I think he was oh, okay. going down to the cafeteria, though. Uh, so anyway, well, uh, a lot of... Uh, fu- you know what else I was reading? This is completely off the topic, but I was reading about college students are making... Uh, are poor candidates now to become surgeons. Guess why? Why? Go to, guess why. Oh, I'm not going to guess. Uh, because they are not qua- uh, they are not qualified because they have not studied hard enough and have not hit the books. They have, no, they have no uh, dexterity because they've stared at screens their whole life. Huh? Well, they uh, don't have the dexterity and the finger. The hands-on. The hands-on need to do fine stitchery and what have you. They, they've, they've just surrendered their lives well, to staring at screens. I cape out a I turkey. Don't, I don't have that. No, well, you're not a candidate to be a <clears throat> surgeon, I hope. I would you like to be all gowned up and in comes Kenny? Yeah. Yeah, I'd run. I, I'll take the next I one. I have put in my own stitches before, though. Gross. But, uh, they, really? Yeah, but they, they didn't look good. Oh. <laughs> Rook, where were you li- living during the Halloween blizzard of 91? 91, I was still at home because I was not married yet. Oh, boy. And living I, in the basement? Uh, I was still on Juno Avenue before they tore that baby down. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was, that evening, what I would do is I would go to uh, my wife, future wife's house. We would hang out. And then I worked the weekend overnights. So I was supposed to work the overnight at midnight to eight that at night. This, at this establishment? At, in Maplewood. Yep. And I you didn't get there. I could not get there. I called screener boy Lauren Davis yep. and said, I'm not going to make it. I'm really sorry. And he understood. He was nice. But I know that Lauren Davis, because he was so concerned with his own self-preservation and thought, I will be isolated for weeks. Punched out the candy machine and, and yeah. raided, <laughs> raided. He raided it because there were no food. He couldn't get any no. pizza, and he thought, "I am going to die in Maplewood." It started in the morning, right? Because I did the morning shift here. Yeah, it started and, in the morning, and then nobody showed up. I wasn't able to leave until six o'clock that night when Building Services had to drive a four-wheel drive up there, pick me up, and drag me to my home in Kenwood. So it was a Friday. It was a Friday into Saturday, correct? That's well, what I think, but uh, Joe's giving us different dates. No, I, I'm not. Uh, I was given reporting. Well, I wish Kelsey was here to look that up for I us. I was given reporting from that side <laughs> of the room. This isn't complicated. Yeah. Don't screw it up. No. 
Look at a calendar from 1991. Do we have one around here? Thursday was the 31st. Yep. Thursday. I sure wish we had Brett Kavanaugh here right now. He'd have it right down. I would have sworn that Halloween that year was on a Friday, but apparently not. Thursday. Thursday. Well, we were stranded. We didn't get a car out until at least Monday or Tuesday. Wow. A girlfriend walked. I lived in Kenwood. She lived over by Loring Park. She trudged over and... Uh, Hit the liquor store on the way. And, uh, nice. I'm uh, very surprised. I what didn't. a woman. I, uh, what a was, woman. Uh, that was a memorable. Completely girl. dedicated, wasn't that she? Was, uh, we were full stocked on virtually everything we needed. Not a boy. <laughs> right. <laughs> you didn't really need much, did you, either? All right, just a moment. We're going to yeah. be back in uh, just two shakes of a lamb's tail. Hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Suchere. Is the luncheon club now complete? John Heights in the house? Yeah, he's somewhere. Where did he go? All right. Uh, Greg Holcomb, artist in residence, is in the house. Could you please explain your latest offering for the oh Garage Logic website? Oh, okay, yeah. Well, hey, thanks for everybody inviting me in. <laughs> well, so, I Joe, yeah, I don't think we invited me. you. I, don't I know. Well, Chris, Chris did. <laughs> But uh, this one's so great. Occasionally, when you comment on our culture of the day, you got to dip your pen into the dark side. Right. Whoa. And <laughs> isn't that what I, Kenny was talking about last segment? I want, I want to, I'd like to hear this. Oh. So as often as possible, Greg. When uh, we got a guy who who cheats at tennis, I think, in my opinion, mm-hmm. and. Uh, he apparently dominated our Garage Logic girls. They were undefeated in seventy-four matches, weren't they? Seventy-four yeah. years. Seventy-four they had a years. Great streak at Since, Garage Logic High School. Yeah. That's right. Since yeah. the beginning. Yeah. And uh, so we had to include had to include Johnny in on this one. Right. That's and, big uh, news, isn't it? I mean, that's big news. To the streak is over. You mean to tell me? Check this out. Mm-hmm. You mean to tell me, uh, Garage Logic High School, the uh, the uh, what are they? The wrenches. Got defeated by Diversityville? Well, when you see it, you'll know why. All right. All right. You haven't seen it yet, Joe? I have. I, oh, oh, okay. I, have, I okay. know why. Okay. I know okay. why. Gotcha. They were John is very, that reason. John is very relaxed, by the way, in the newsroom, in the yeah. new garagelogic.com newsroom. Got his flip flops on. He, he stepped on a pop top. He yeah. apparently is so relaxed, he's not even here yet. <laughs> We saw him. <laughs> he's I think wandering he saw around. It. Yeah, he saw it and walked out. He ran down to get lunch. Guess who's threatening to move to Canada? Uh, Barbara Streisand. Why doesn't she just go? She she threatens this every election. Well, she's been in the news, I think, somewhat recently because she did the uh, car karaoke with... Um, the guy. The guy. Yeah. I haven't James seen Corden. it. James Corden? Yeah, James Corden. I haven't seen it, but maybe that's why she's in the news and people have been asking her what she thinks of the current situation. If Tuesday's midterms favor the Republican Party, uh, Barbara said she is moving to Canada. Barbara, just no, go. Not. You know damn well you're, you'd be doing California a favor because you'd stop illegally watering the grounds of your estate, right. violating all California's water rules. Right. You hypocrite. Go. Just go. Go. She should buy a bolt hole. Isn't that what those are called? Huh? Kenny? A bolt hole? What the hell? When you go and hide about? somewhere, isn't that called a bolt hole? Bolt hole? She should buy herself a mansion in Toronto and have yeah. it available to flee to every election. 
Wait till she starts to have to pay those uh, the Canadian taxes. Wait till she gets there. The hunting and fishing in Canada is so good. I'm not going to mm-hmm. do that. She'll never come back. It's so awesome up there. She's so worried that it says uh, about the political climate in the U.S. It's making her fat. Okay. What? Well, what is her? La- why is she still significant if she is not producing? She uh, just movies. released a new album called Walls. Another Christmas album? Which uh, features a medley of John Lennon's Imagine. <laughs> One track already released, Don't Lie to Me, is a direct address to the current resident of the Oval Office. But, Barbara, you've threatened this so often, you've cried wolf. Was she going to leave with Bush? Yeah, she was going to leave with W. She was going to leave with HW. She was going to leave with uh, Trump. Come on, just go, Barb. Babs, Go. Uh, she could not come up with one positive thing Trump has done during his presidency, and she said she takes issue with the president's propensity for spreading falsehoods. Uh, truth has always worked for me. To see the truth defiled every day, every way is painful for me. I can uh, I can only do what I can do, and I probably will turn a lot of people off. I think so. Uh, tr- She's not speaking the truth, though, because some of the economic things that he has done— by staying off Twitter, oddly enough, mm-hmm. uh, have been somewhat positive, even though the Dow's up and down, but employment is at its lowest for a long time. Unemployment. Unemployment, excuse me. And then you got to throw uh, CNN uh, anchor Don Lemon into this. Oh, uh, throw him away. Some, somewhat this same environment. Uh, apparently, he has a nightly show on CNN, and he now uh, has said that he believes the biggest terror threat in the country is white men. And he's not sure why there isn't a travel ban in place <clears throat> against white men. Lemon made the remarks to fellow network anchor uh, Chris Como on Monday night in reference to pipe bombs sent to prominent Democrats. Uh, Lemon also pointed to the Kentucky grocery store murders last week in which a white man gunned down two black individuals. That crime is being investigated as a hate crime. Lemon explained that it's time to sit down and examine the root causes of these acts of violence in a Monday night handoff between Como and Lemon's respective programming slots. Lemon said he believed that white men are the biggest threat to personal security in the nation. Hmm. I keep trying to point that out to people and not to demonize any one group or any one ethnicity, mm-hmm. Lemon told Como. Well, that's what you just did, Lemon. But we keep thinking that the biggest terror threat is something else, some people who are marching, you know, toward the border, like it's an imminent And the last time they did this, a couple of hundred people came, and they, you know, most of them did get into the country, most of them tired, you know, got tuckered out before they made it to the border. Lemon then proceeded to demonize one particular group and ethnicity, white men. The quote, so we have to stop demonizing people and realize the biggest terror threat in this country is white men, most of them radicalized to the right, and we have to start. Do, most men in this country are radicalized to the right, according to Lemon. I would say that's news to uh, me. We don't know that. And we have to start doing something about them. There is no travel ban on them. There is no ban on uh, on uh, you know they had the Muslim ban. There's no white guy ban. So I guess Don Lemon. Well, there's uh, no black guy ban either. No, there there's is. no Asian ban. There's no Native American ban. <clears throat> is Height here yet? Uh he's out in the hallway. What's he doing? He's waiting for the newscast, the news well, segment. That's going to be next. Is it coming up? It's coming up. i got to finish my Not sandwich. Not until I tell you about uh, Mike Lindell's great offer with MyPillow. Oh. Mike, Mike Lindell invented the MyPillow. And, Kenny, this is just for you. You can take up to the farm. Yeah. The MyPillow mattress topper. This prevents that. Ugh. Gross. The MyPillow mattress topper is made up of three unique layers designed to provide superior support, distribute body weight for ultimate comfort, 
and here you go, Kenny, regulate your temperature oh. to keep you comfortable as you sleep. Oh. It has a zippered removable awesome. cover that's also washable and dryable. You don't need to spend thousands of dollars on a new mattress. Check this thing out. 10-year warranty, 60-day money-back guarantee, seven sizes from Twin to Cal King. And Mike is extending a great offer to GL podcast listeners now through December 31st. You can save 30% on any size MyPillow mattress topper and get two MyPillow standard pillows when you enter the promo GL at checkout. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the Mattress Topper button on the homepage, and enter the promotional code GL at checkout. This is the mayor of Garage Logic on Halloween candy. Uh, have you ever thought about the phrase trick or treat? I, I think this year I'm going to exercise my, uh, uh, my franchise there and say, when a kid says trick or treat, money or eat, I'm going to grill the kid. What, what exactly do you mean? I mean, are you going to do the trick? Do I have the treat? Who has the money? Who's going to eat the stuff? I'm very, I've been confused about it for a long time, and I, uh, I think this Halloween there is a time for uh, the older people and the younger people to finally reach uh, some sort of, uh, may I say it, closure on this. This is your mayor, Joe Sucher. It's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Suchere. Okay, before Johnny's news, I'll tell a quick version. Okay. Me and the next door neighbor, twins, me and Timmy and Tommy, Tommy's no longer with us, had to be 1957. And in those halcyon days, seven and eight-year-olds were allowed to roam the neighborhood without a parent. You came home when you were tired. And we were on Linwood Avenue in St. Paul between Avon and Victoria. You with me so far? I know exactly where that is. Went into an apartment building. What does it smell like? Uh, Something roasting in a pot. Boiled ham. Boiled (laughs) ham. (laughs) (laughs) I think it was one of those only a three-floor apartment maybe. Okay. Went to the top floor because we're going to work our way down. Right. Knocked on the door. I can still see the guy in my mind's eye. He got up from his chair apparently reluctantly, not anticipating anyone knocking on his door. Mm-hmm. I can still see the TV on in the background. Comes to the door and he says, what? We were three cowboys. We said, trick or treat, money or eat. What do you mean, what? Let's go here. Right. You know, we got to get some loot. Right. You're <laughs> holding us up already. Guy says, just a minute. Goes into the kitchen, comes back, drops a full bottle of Canadian club <laughs> into my pillowcase. We, we didn't know what to do. Well, yeah. at, at, at this point in your life, you weren't too excited about it yet. <laughs> no, I, I didn't have any clue. What okay. Took it home. That's a good sign. Dumped the stuff on the carpet. The old man dove for it. I see it's when you when you dumped it, what did the bottle do? It rolled across yeah, the floor rolled. like it was trying to escape. <laughs> the, the mother body slammed the old man. Now they're they're damn near leg wrestling for it. (laughs) My father lost. All the while, she still has a a heater going. She's got a heater going. (laughs) She takes it in the kitchen, and and before his woeful, plaintive look, she drains the bottle. Not often a sushi loses when that. uh... But that was it. Can you imagine? And I'll end the story there because we're going to get to Johnny's news. That was Halloween, maybe mid-50s, mid to late-50s. Can you imagine what would happen today if that happened? Someone would be executed. 
Some hazmat teams would arrive. Uh, police would be called. The guy would have been taken out in handcuffs. It, it, it would have been an extraordinary, it would have led to 10 o'clock news. Back then, nothing. Tonight, uh, since I've, I've always been saddled with handing out candy. You just turn off the lights, don't you? Because the wife doesn't get home till 6.30, so I'm handing out hot dogs yep. <laughs> and slabs of Velveeta. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here's a cold hot dog. Here's a slab Oh, of it's cold hot dogs? Yeah. yeah. Oh. yeah. Un- no. Uncooked. At least no bun? No. And a slice of your, cheese. Your, your behavior is ripe for a Holcomb cartoon. <laughs> it, it really is. Yeah. It really is. Plus, you're probably going to get egged. Here's I, John Height in the newsroom. You have to act normal about it. Hi, kids. Yep. Here you go. Have yeah. a cold wiener. This yeah. is a favorite in our home. Uh, <laughs> what? What did I miss? Oh, you didn't miss anything. A proud parental moment here. Mm-hmm. I just got word uh, just two minutes ago. That the uh, oldest son that wants to run for office, right, mm-hmm. uh, took the top scholarship award of $10,000 and an additional $1,000 for best presentation at University of St. Thomas for the Stouffer Stensby Student Competition. Fantastic. You have a business concept. Uh, you follow through on it, and he's already implemented and making money on it. Wow. And he got first place. Well, he's not going to make any money as a politician. He's not. He wants to make his money first. He's going to make his fortune first. And yeah. Then, yeah. He and needs to it. stay in the private sector yeah. and stay in commercial real estate. Yeah. But that's a collective sigh of 11000 that will that's not nice. have to be paid So out. the bigger news is he's buying today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You better come <laughs> home with the bottle there, son. Uh, you're a man now. And don't sass. Yeah, and don't, don't say don't sass. Sass. Right. I Here, can tell a 21-year-old not to sass. Here's Johnny Hyde. Did I uh, miss a memo, by the way? No, I, I, no, no. Something happened? I, I no. You know, I, I went back to make sure my thing worked on the door, <laughs> and it, it still did, so. Yeah. Uh, Bloomington taxpayers will not be asked to back up to $200 million of financing for a 225,000-square-foot water park. The park would be one of the largest in the nation, and Bloomington Mayor Gene Winstead uh, said that a not yet picked nonprofit company would put up the money for it and own it. Wait, two hundred million for a water park? Two hundred million in financing. That's Isn't there right. already one right there next door? There's a hotel, I believe. Yeah, it's a, a hotel. Park. It used has... to be the Radisson, and now it's the Great Wolf Lodge. It's a. It used to be the water park of America. Don't they have like a lake or a pool or a pond? A pond <laughs> natural spring. A pond would be nice. But this would uh, this would really. Um, Make that one seem small. What the hell's wrong with an old swimming hole and a rope uh, swing? $200 million for a water park? Winstead said the plan is to still keep the water park open to the public so the city would still attract visitors as well as uh, as help the Mall of America. He said the idea... Yeah, they need the help. (laughs) The idea, he said, is to have the Mall of America manage the project and run it day to day, but the nonprofit company would still be considered the owner and the city will need to play a role as well, he said. The water park would be built on land just east of the Mall of America. The hope is to have it open and ready sometime in 2021. That land is already occupied. There's office just buildings east, there. Yeah, there is. Maybe maybe there's a little hmm. stretch of maybe land. Maybe they're going to knock down that dump Ikea. <laughs> it's so old. It's so old. <laughs> right. The Benton County Sheriff turned over the investigative file to the county attorney on Tuesday for review involving that alleged assault of a Minnesota House candidate, Shane Meckeland. The alleged assault took place October 12th at a restaurant in St. George Township about 9 in the evening. 
Uh, the unique thing is the victim is a person running for the Minnesota House, said Benton County Sheriff Troy Heck. Meekland, a Republican running for House District 15B, said he always knew politics was a contact sport, but he didn't expect this. And doctors have told him, he said, to lay low. He says, when I do go out and do a little something, I pay for it. He said that's because he's dealing with post-concussion symptoms, including light sensitivity and nausea. Wow. He told Benton County investigators he stopped at the restaurant to inquire about renting a room for a campaign event and, while waiting, spoke with a few patrons about the election. Mikulin said the fellow was asking me my, about my positions on different things. It wasn't like an opposite side of the aisle kind of conversation where it was escalating. It wasn't like that at all. It seemed like two totally like-minded people talking about a topic. Mikulin said at that point, all of a sudden, the man punched him in the side of the head. Wow. Mikulin said, I went flying as soon as my head hit the floor. I don't recall anything past that. Benton County Attorney Philip Miller expects to make a charging decision on the case in about a week on possible assault charges. House District 15B is an open seat with no incumbent running. Meekland is facing DFL candidate Carla Skopansky, the independent candidate Myron Wilson, in Tuesday's election. Some people applying for a new driver's license in Minnesota are experiencing months-long delays. I thought we had this solved. Well, this is what I don't understand. Is this the... uh renew or if I'm applying because I've well, never driven before? No, this is for getting the enhanced. Okay. No, this is for new licenses. Oh, I'm sorry. New drivers and although uh, Bruce Gordon, who's a spokesperson for the Department of Public Safety. I'm Bruce Gordon. Yes, Bruce <laughs> Gordon uh, said it's the uh, busiest time of the year for new drivers to take their road tests and he says that's uh, causing some problems. He did say uh-huh. he did say people renewing their driver's license uh, are not having that problem. However, in my house, I have somebody who applied uh, July 23rd and still has not received their new license. Wow. So uh, I, I'm not sure that uh, that's exactly I don't know. I, it would be good to have Bruce on at some point to find out, because he'll tell you the, the what happened. Don't you dare have Bruce on when I'm not here. It's because be I, I work with Bruce for years. Yeah, he's a great I, guy. I need to hammer him on the air about a variety of topics. Oh, right. That are <laughs> right. Under my skin for years. He owe you money. About his department and the way it's run. So oh. don't you dare have Bruce on without me. So he'll be on Friday? Yeah. Oh, call me up because <laughs> right. I'm going to. You'll drive in. I'm going to garage grill uh, Bruce Gordon. Uh, you, you might remember in September, they increased the time for a temporary driver's license or ID card, you know, the piece of paper you get when you apply, Yeah. Uh, from 60 days to 120 days because they couldn't get people their licenses in time. So uh, Six four, months? Four, four months, 120 days. Oh. Huh? <laughs> Don't do math, Rook. Okay. Don't do math. Yeah, two months is uh, 60, you're right. President Trump said today, uh, no, yesterday, Wednesday, the U.S. Constitution does not guarantee the right to citizenship to everyone. No, today's Wednesday. What, what's today? Wow. Wednesday. John, yeah. today's Wednesday, Halloween, October 31st. Thank you. So what he, were you doing 20 so, years ago? So he said today. The US John Con- apparently was drinking. Said the U.S. Uh, US Constitution <laughs> does not guarantee the right to citizenship to everyone born in the country. He said he'll continue his push to end it, bringing his tough line on immigration to the fore as the country heads into the congressional elections of uh, next week. I said so-called birthright citizenship, which costs our country billions of dollars and is very unfair to our citizens, will be ended one way or the other. He continued, it's not covered by the 14th Amendment because of the word subject to the jurisdiction thereof. Many legal scholars agree, is what he ended his tweet with. However, uh, that last part, legal experts weighing in mostly have disagreed since Trump first put the idea out there, saying an executive order to get rid of the 14th Amendment would be unconstitutional. And some fellow Republicans also, uh, well, they're saying the statement from the president might hurt their chances in next week's 
election. I have a kid I used to have who just missed giving birth to her first child in Germany. Had Ooh. she done so, the child would have been a German citizen. Nine! Mm-hmm. Schnell. Yeah. Uh, well, how how did, did that work then? It, wherever you're born, that's where you're a citizen. No, I understand that, but then it would be dual citizenship. Well, sure, and that's then not they'd th- haul the kid home and she'd, be, she'd uh, become an American And that's citizen. not threatened at all. I listened to you guys yesterday, and you talked about this briefly. What I don't understand is, how did this come about? Did he? I, I, I could give you my answer, was, was but this, I'm not in the mood uh, today to rile up the base. Was, I, no, I mean, was this was this hasn't been in the news previously, has it? It's been in the news this week. There's there's an election next Tuesday, Kenny. Mm-hmm. Oh, election during deer hunting? Yeah, hmm. they're still doing that. Huh. Weird. So you you can, guys have fun with your little election. It's an appeal to some baser <laughs> instincts. Yeah, I understand Joe, that. Joe, you I weren't going to say anything. Oh remember? my god! I understand that I'm part. I just part wonder out. what the history was. Why it? Why it's all of a sudden this issue that I've I never, just answered it. Yeah, it's okay. Tuesday next election. It's like yeah. a. It's like a. He's like a dog where you leave a little piece of raw meat out there and he just can't resist it, <laughs> yeah. and he knows he's going to get in trouble, but he's just going to do it anyway. Well, I'm not threatening to move to Canada. I'm, I'm not gonna, that far right, gone. Right. We'll shut off the comments right now on this page. <laughs> when private investigator Ted McDonough heard that Freddie Gies was suspected by authorities of taking part in the murder of Whitey Bulger in prison uh, on Tuesday, he knew immediately why Gies might have done it. McDonough said Freddie hated rats. Yeah, Freddie didn't like rats, mm. man. McDonough had become friendly with Gies while working for him as an investigator. He said Freddie hated guys who abused women. Whitey was a rat who killed women. It's probably something that simple. Freddie Gies, real name Fotios, Fotios Freddie Gies, mafia hitman, <laughs> career criminal, prison lifer, did not like informants and was almost certainly well aware of the fact that Bolger had led a charmed life as an informant for the FBI. People with knowledge of the investigation said that Bulger had requested to be housed in general population at the federal prison in Hazleton, West Virginia, where he had just been transferred from a federal prison in Florida. Gies is serving a life sentence at the prison in Hazleton for his role in the assassination of Adolfo Big Al Bruno, the one-time head of the mafia in Springfield, Massachusetts, after both the man who ordered him to kill Bruno and the hitman he dispatched to do the murder turned on him and testified against him. People familiar with the investigation suggest that Bulger was murdered by more than one of his fellow inmates and that Gies didn't dispute his role in the killing. Yeah, like what does he have to lose, right? Already a lifer? Yep. From the uh, what the hell category. What the hell? What's up with that? We got to get back to gold GL values. A video taken at a St. Louis daycare shows toddlers punching each other. In a ring. Might as well start them early. Wow, baby fights. As a, Get them ready for America. As adults in the room encourage the fighting. Wow. That's right. Oh. It's the fight club. The December 2016 incident is being described as a daycare fight club. And the mother who obtained the video is now suing the school. Nicole Merciel says one of her sons, who was 10 years old at the time, filmed the fighting with his iPad. Her son was worried about his little brother, who was in the next room, being beaten up by his classmates. He began filming the fighting and sent the video to mom. Wow. Video shows a child wearing Hulk fists, you know, the big... Yeah, uh, oversized. Punching another boy in the head repeatedly. Oh, those are padded, right? As the teacher jumps up and down in excitement. Yeah, but you can still put little razor blades on the side. Uh... It's an, If you haven't seen the video, it's an ugly... It, it'll, it's yeah. not funny? This was at a school, no, John? No, God, no, it's not funny. A daycare, yeah. But you you said something about a teacher uh, or whatever. Uh, uh, yeah, I did say teacher. I guess the the person running. Were the these underprivileged children? Uh, not that I know of. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't see that. What, in the what story. state is this? 
Um, I know so what you Saint, mean, it was in St. Louis. St. Louis, Missouri. Holy cow. Mm-hmm. Another teacher is also present in the video and is seen putting fists, uh, toy fists on a child and teeing him up for a different fight. Okay, this kid really, really, really hates you. You're going to have to <laughs> kick him in the swimsuit area. Yeah. The only person trying to stop the fighting is another preschooler who tries to pull the kid who's doing the beating off the other kid. Wow. This, is, this is beyond this dreadful. Is, oh, it's disturbing. It's, yeah, from, like I said, from the what the hell category. It's uh, bizarre. That is crazy. That's crazy. Both of the uh, adults were fired. However, nobody's been charged with anything. Merciel says she's suing because she wants them to be held accountable and doesn't want this to happen to any other How can children. they not be charged? Isn't there a law? I mean, come on. There's got to be. I, I there has to be. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> a British woman who claims she's slept with at least 20 ghosts says she's now engaged to a poltergeist. All right. In December, uh, December Amethyst realm told british tv show itv this morning that she cheated on her fiance with a ghost and has since gone on to have supernatural affairs with at least 20 paranormal beings he's that bad i was gonna say if you're the guy that gets cheated on with a ghost uh your self-esteem that's a a blow to your self-esteem right because i thought they have halloweenies that's the worst kind of cuckolding (laughs) no no attaboy rick John, you got to talk over him. You got to keep going. I'll go to the actual. I'm trying to catch up because I was five minutes late, so I'm trying to get my uh, quota in. You don't need to. We're (laughs) expecting a call any moment from a more towels. We got you. Uh, You guys said the poor fella that, uh, you know, was dumped. Uh, I'll just jump ahead in the story because here's a quote that'll make you feel even worse for him. She said, Sometimes I get the feeling I'm being moved when I make love to the spirits. Orgasms I have with my spirit lovers are way more satisfying than any I've ever had with an ordinary man. I'll be damned. Yeah. That's pretty interesting. Thank you for that soundbite, John. <laughs> wow. Uh, Kanye West took to Twitter on Tuesday to reveal he's he's done with politics. He, uh, oh, he is. It was huh? a short-lived career, huh? He said, my eyes are now wide open. I now realize I've been used to spread messages I don't believe in. I'm distancing myself from politics and completely focusing on being creative. What caused the change of heart? It's not entirely clear, but in another tweet, he referenced Blexit. Blexit is a campaign developed by conservative activist Candace Owens aiming to move African-American voters away from the Democratic Party. Owens is communications director for Turning Point USA. In a tweet, the rapper insisted he had not had any involvement with Blexit and didn't design a logo for its clothing, despite Owens' claims that he did. He tweeted, I introduced Candace to the person who made the logo, and they didn't want their name on it, so she used mine. I never wanted any association with Blexit. I have nothing to do with it. Now will he go away? (laughs) I'm sure he's got a new album coming out. An Indiana man yesterday contacted police to lodge a complaint about his crack dealer. According to an (laughs) Evansville Police Department. Overcharging. Report, 62-year-old Kenneth Dwayne Woods came to the police records department, disclosed he had bought some crack cocaine over a period of time on credit from, oh. a, from a female dealer and her boyfriend. He told police that he has not paid the duo the $400 he owes for the crack cocaine. In light of his unpaid narcotics bill, Woods said his dealers are now threatening to run him out of town, vandalize his car, and shoot him. Well, this is how drug deals work. Additionally, owing to interest, the dealers now contend they're owed $500, says Woods. Woods said the assorted threats occurred earlier this month. And more towels joining us next.